Hello, I am Lori Wondra of Your Life Core, and you are listening to Messages from the Universe. Here, I deliver information from the mastery realms related to astrology, planetary influences, energy surges, and generally how we are evolving. I connect with angels, guides, ascended masters, astro beings, and those that come forward with messages to help us on our journey. Welcome, everyone. Hello, this is Lori Wendra, and thank you for listening. Today we're talking about the 11th initiation. So if you've been following along, you've been listening to how the soul and the energy bodies go through certain initiations to move you to that awareness or that Christ consciousness. And in the 11th initiation, this is really known as the sage or the prophet. You think about someone that is sage wisdom, right? We tie that to wisdom. Prophet, we tie that to someone that delivers messages or someone that is wise and has worldly knowledge and is a messenger of sorts. And so in this 11th initiation, our 11th strand of DNA is connected and we attain the state of sage or prophet. And what this really means is that it enables us or we are enabled uh, to see and know our own soul path more clearly. This is all veils are removed. You know, we always have access to our etheric template and the templates of everything around us. But it's the veils that have been put in place, the human or the spiritual blockages, the mental blockages that we put in place that we don't or aren't able to see those templates. We aren't able to see the true soul. And so during this process, large segments of the soul descend and begin and allow the unification of the fourth ray, the fifth ray, and the sixth ray. And by these rays coming in and unifying and activating this 11th strand of DNA, it moves us more into a a place of harmony, which is what really the fourth ray is about. Some people assign the colors to the rays, and I've read different, different things that the fourth ray is green, and I see it as white or crystal. And I've come to the understanding that because we have such diverse views and how we see things. It's more of a vibration. It's more of an activation versus the actual color that we that we see. So if you're listening to this and you have a belief or if you've read somewhere that it's a different color, then uh, really it's about the vibration. And I'm talking about the vibration of the fourth ray, which is all about purity. It is known as the ray of ascension. And it comes into the base of the spine. So it is really about architecture and structure. And and you might even assign it to the principles of mathematics and the foundations of building. And in in this ray of light, it's to rekindle or to ignite our stability and our security and our sureness of why we're here. And of course, that's our that's our base chakra. So that would be the fourth, um, the fourth uh, ray. And I, I call this the white 
fire ray. It's the initiation is at the base of the spine. A seraphis bay does have that that fourth ray that brings that in, and it also brings in the helpers of the universe that kind of guard our presence or assist our presence that make sure that we are stable in understanding who we are. That's really the, the, the strong energy of the I am energy. But it's also a time of what I would call miracles. You know, it's we come into this place of joy and really understand the purity that we are. So we wash away or we get to release those beliefs that we might have about who I should have been or who I thought I was or that type of thing. We really come into the space of honoring who we are and it, it gives us much joy. And this is an important step in that that place of ascension. The fifth ray, this ray is, is monitored or the keeper of the ray, the, the Lord of the ray is done by Ascended Master Hilarion. And this is the ray of truth and science and vision and abundance. And in a time that we're that we're in right now, this is where you really start to press for your internal truth. Like what is my truth? And for those of you that are intuitive or you use your intuition, this could be a time where it becomes a little bit more difficult for you. If you feel something different, you're using your intuition, you feel something different than what you're hearing. So someone's talking to you and you hear their words, but you don't agree with them. You don't feel them. You you feel like there's an underlying messenger. Here's, here's where the uh, third dimension, the words that we use, bounce against a higher dimension or higher vibration of our being and it creates some of this confusion. And so with this fifth ray of light coming in, there's more activation in the third eye. And again, the third eye, we often think it's at the forehead, right? We often think that it's our, our psychic ability, right? But it's also that internal, that third eye is I am, me, myself, and I, I am. So it's about going internal a little bit different, differently and deeper so that you can really become more sure of yourself. And this gives us a very deep, re refined or new vision of our life. It also brings a tremendous amount of healing in at this at this time. And, and at this juncture, any cosmic karma that's been incurred by the fourth, fifth, or sixth rays at the soul experience will become cleared. So oftentimes we find that we'll go through some, some emotional healing. This is normal. I think we think as humans that when we're done, we're done. But we just keep going deeper and we keep going into the layers of the soul. And at each of... Um, each of our lifetimes, we have these opportunities to incur this karma during all these these different rays. And so when I say the the healing of this, this would be a time that that gets activated within us. So between the fourth ray and the fifth ray, we begin to create or we see the passion or creativity. There's a freedom that we go through 
in this. And so we have that passion. We have clarity on our, our life path and our journey. And that brings about creativity. But then we also have that vision and we start to pair those things together. Now, as we also move into the sixth ray, the sixth ray is about service. And that's Lady Master uh, Nada. Um, and the sixth ray is about the solar plexus. So what's interesting is we get activated in the root, the solar, and the third eye. Now, solar is also all about your creativity, your inner child. So again, any cosmic karma that's been incurred by the sixth ray from past lifetime or this lifetime is also going to go into that deeper level and be healed in that. When we study Lady Master Nada and this sixth ray, and I actually see it as a purple golden ray, but it's it's a ray of peace and service. And Lady Nada, she's actually a member of the karmic board and she serves as a representative of the third ray. And so she's very aware of the interactions of these rays. She's also very aware of our human experience here on earth. And in her healing or in her teaching, she's all about giving love. She's all about us being able to put in play that, that childlike, that unconditional love so she really is, I want to say, a nice partnership to work with the other three rays to bring this into completion. Now in that solar plexus and the work that she's doing to be in this place of love, she's really going to go deep, meaning that you're really going to uncover some emotions that might be surprises for you. Might be, I thought I dealt with this years ago, or I don't know where this emotion is coming from. She's really going to go deep into the emotional. And again, the emotional layer and the mental layer work very closely hand in hand. So as the emotions come up, it's also meant to remove any filters and any views that you might have on yourself that are holding you back in this area. And as you learn this, this is where the sage and the prophet, that wisdom comes in. And how do you bring those archetypes, how do you bring those gifts out into the world in a comfortable way without continuing to create a veil or create a layer over yourself that you block yourself from moving forward? Now, Lady Master Nada also had a past lifetime in the time of Atlantis. And even in that time, she worked in the area of healing arts. She served as a priestess in the Temple of Love. And so her whole gift to us in activating this 11th strand of DNA is to tap into those past lifetimes where we were healers, where we were in lifetimes of living in pure love, that there wasn't war or struggle or strife, that we are truly in this this place of love and light. Now, she also had a role in the time of Atlantis where she was embodied as what we would call today a lawyer. And there she championed the cause of divine justice for the downtrodden and, and oppressed. So what might be coming up for you too during this type of initiation is you 
really take charge or you really feel a place in your heart for those that are maybe um, not represented well, those that are oppressed. You might surprise yourself where those feelings come out, where there's injust between how people or groups of peoples or communities or those types of things are not treated um treated fairly. So this is also a time that you begin to work on your filters about what truly is fair. You look at your own life, you look at your own heart, and some of those filters might wash away. Don't be surprised also that uh, this would be a stage where you simply decide, I don't need all this material stuff, or I don't need this job, or I just don't need, or who am I to have this? You're looking for more equity and equality across communities and across uh, uh, where you see you are and where you see others are. You begin to compare and contrast. And quite honestly, there's some feelings that come up about not liking it. And this is part of this universal love. It's about the clearing out the solar plexus, that childlike where it, you know, it doesn't it doesn't matter who you are. We're all equal and we begin to really embody that energy in this ray. So as Lady Nada begins to, to pull in the, the uses of these rays, the fourth, the fifth, and the sixth, she really wants to remind us to be in that place of thinking, how do we be in service? Oftentimes people ask me what their purpose is, that they feel like they should be doing more or have a, have a greater role in life here. Well, we can be of service to our fellow human beings or to our family members or even to Mother Earth in even just very, very simple, simple ways. We can be in service to Mother Earth by simply recycling or taking care of Earth, you know, making sure that we're not leaving garbage out and that type of thing. You know, um, if you plant gardens to plant things that continue to sustain wildlife, you know, the the birds and the bees and, and that type of thing. Those are very simple things. But you also can energetically just honor Mother Earth. Now, for fellow human beings, you also can honor them. You can say prayers for them. You can send energy out to them. You don't have to go out and do huge, huge efforts unless you're called to volunteer. You're called to form an organization of such. But this is a this is really a time and what will be activated in you is just how do you be of more service? And again, that definition of service is going to be individual based. Not everybody's going to look at the word service as um as something that needs to be done public. You can be in a private or, or a corporate role and be of service to that company or service to your clients or customers just by doing the job that you have. So it doesn't have to be, you have to leave your job and step into the world of healing or, or anything like that. But we will be called more to work from the heart, to be of service. And being of service then begins to satisfy the soul because it we connect at the heart level. This is Lori Wendra. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Messages from the Universe. I'm Lori Wandra. For current events or to schedule a private session, please visit www.yourlifecore.com.